the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. History has clearly shown that Christ is required to overcome the natural tendency of powerful forces to destroy God-given rights, including the right to hear and speak His truth. Welcome to Biblical Citizen, Let's Roll, with Kathleen and Brian Melanakis. Kathleen is an author and retired registered nurse, and her husband Brian is a former company president. Kathleen and Brian are here to discuss current events from a biblical worldview and how we as believers can be salt and light in our culture and in the political arena. Biblical Citizen Let's Roll seeks to educate and activate Christians at the grassroots level, helping them to live out their responsibility to influence civic affairs for good. Now, here are your hosts, Kathleen and Brian Melanakis on K-Praise. Hello, Biblical Citizens. Well, here we are, post-recall election here in California, and we're going to reflect a little bit on what we've learned this week. With all that's going on, new attacks on our freedoms coming at a constant rate, such as the unconstitutional vaccine mandates and lots of other threats to our freedom. I don't know about you, but Kathleen and I really feel a need to get together with like-minded patriots and share thoughts and share wisdom or learn wisdom. So today on our show, we're going to tell you about a great opportunity to do just this. We're going to be talking with Bob McEntee from Utah, who is organizing a very large Liberty Conference to be held in Salt Lake City, Utah, next month at the Salt Salt Palace. Welcome, Bob, to our show. Yeah, good morning, Brian and Kathleen. Thanks for having me on. You know, Bob, you uh, we've just recently become acquainted, but I know you have an interesting background. I understand you grew up in California, Marin County. You have a military background. You're doing some interesting things now. So just just take a quick minute or two and, and tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, certainly. I'm actually a fifth-generation Californian, right? I'm living in Utah now, but five generations going back to the the great-great-great-grandparents there that owned a uh, restaurant, bar, and hotel in, in Grass Valley. Uh, anyway, so, so we go way back in California. I grew up in Marin County, which is a, you know, a, a Democrat stronghold nowadays, but, yep. but my family was always Republican. Uh, my father served in the U.S. Marines. His father served in the U.S. Navy, and I served in the U.S. Air Force. We have, we have a military tradition. In fact, it goes back to the Civil War, um, but I don't know all the details there. Real strong military background, and, and, you know, I mean, I love the America I grew up in, right? I'm a little concerned with the the direction we're going now, but that's why we're having the Liberty Conference. And uh, when would, tell us, and this is Biblical Citizen, so tell us a little bit about, were you raised as a believer? Oh, good, good, good point. You know, um, my, I'll call it religion of reference, was growing up Catholic. I went to Marine Catholic High School. I was the first person to go to a military academy from there. I, I think a lot of Catholic schools, they're looking to turn out, you know, attorneys and doctors and stuff. And I, I certainly could have been an attorney. I don't like blood that much. Um, <laughs> but, you know, as I, as I was exposed to people in the military, 
um, God just kept sending me witnesses, right? I just kept tripping over evangelical Christians talking to me about the Bible. What's my favorite verse? Well, so I had to learn. This guy had asked, what's your favorite verse? I'm like, I don't know. I'll have to find. And I wasn't ignorant of the Bible. I had read the whole New Testament um, in, in grade school, as a matter of fact. You know, just they gave us a copy. I read the whole thing. And so I, I wasn't adverse to the Bible. And as Christians discuss the Bible and their faith with me, you know, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. I got more interested, and I realized, I said, hey, you know, the Catholic Church has some things right. I like their moral stances. They know who Jesus is. That's good. But, but I don't think the means of salvation is checking off all the sacraments, right? I think the means of salvation is, is belief in, in the precious blood of Jesus, the royal, sinless blood that was sacrificed for believers that is the only way to heaven. And so I decided, you know, I'm just going to uh, be a, really a non-denominational Christian. I, I like Calvary chapels, but, but I believe anyone that believes in the Savior— is is with me. Well, I just am wondering, you know, how did you happen to move to Utah, being a Californian, <laughs> and what is it like being an evangelical Christian in the Mormon state? Just a little bit about that before we talk about the recall. Sure. Well, you know, I've lived all over the country, serving in the Air Force. I mean, I, I was stationed in California at Mather Air Force Base for a while. That was kind of nice, actually. And then on to Texas. Um, after a four-year stop at the Air Force Academy in Colorado, you know, I did uh, pilot training in Texas, navigator training in California, uh, active duty up in Montana. So I was kind of used to moving around. And my last stop with the Air Force was Washington State. And then I, I stayed there just as a civilian for a couple of years. Then a, then a friend told me, you know, they were hiring Air Force civilians to do like airliner dispatch work, basically, because they had let a lot of navigators go. But I had a pilot navigator background and a dispatcher. So I, I went to work in Illinois at the headquarters for Air Mobility Command. Uh, then after that, but there was, you know, and it wasn't a bad spot, but there was some, I'll just say racial unrest in the area, of, like the, the greater St. Louis area is really where that base is at. And I didn't like that. I didn't want my kids growing up with, you know, racial back and forth, this and that. So we moved to Idaho. And, uh, however, my wife was not really content with the shopping in Idaho. He <laughs> you knows good people there. Yep. I really like that. <laughs> but we moved to Utah cause they have malls and stuff. And I've been here over 10 years. I'm, I'm involved in the Republican party. You know, I'm, I'm involved with Christians and Mormons. It's a little different. The thing I like about Mormons and kind of like Catholics too, is, you know, uh, just like Paul had a, a zeal for the, to convert Jews. He, he loved the Jewish people. He understood them. I, I like the Mormons, how they have a similar moral outlook, right? They go a little further, right? They, they, some of them do. They, you know, they have the prohibitions against drinking, which they didn't used to have, and, and coffee. But a lot of people, they kind of overlook that. But on morality, on, uh, mostly on like abortion, uh, they agree with us. So I, I find we, a lot of people. We agree. Yeah, we have, we yeah, have the yeah. same. Well, of course, we were, unlike you, we were actually raised Mormons. We met at Brigham Young University. We've taught, talked about that on previous shows, but yeah, we agree. We agree. Sure. Lots a lot to of admire. The Christian ethics. The Mormons have Christian yeah. ethics. Absolutely. Yep. I want to pivot now. Theology. Uh, right. I want to pivot right. now, though, a little bit to what's on a lot of people's minds in California right now. We just had this recall election. Bob, you're a native Californian. You're a little bit at a distance now in Utah, but do you have any thoughts? Any uh, on the whole recall process, recall election results? Well, you know, I've been I've been watching that with interest, right? Because because conservative slash libertarian Larry Elder, you know, uh, was the front runner if if Gavin Newsom was recalled, and Larry would have been 
I think, a great change for California. Uh, California's losing population. I mean, they've got the, the back door open and people coming in from Central, South America, and Mexico, and yet still they're declining in population because the businesses are going, we can't survive. They're moving to Texas and Florida and Utah right. and Idaho. You know, and so I thought if Larry got in there, he could he could stop the blood loss, right? He could keep the businesses in California. He'd do friendly things. He'd stop the mandates, right? Because mandates is another word for basically like a fascist action. And, and our country, the preamble, the cornerstone of why we became a republic, why we fought the British, it, it says to secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity. Liberty. So, I mean, everybody else already had a king to tell them what to do, right? So right. if we just wanted a king to say, take a vaccine, you know, eat this, don't eat that, you can't drive a gasoline vehicle. Well, we could have just stuck with the queen, right? We'd, we'd, have, we'd be like Canada, right? But we said, no, we want liberty. And now we're seeing a pushback against our liberties on, on all fronts, free speech, um, medical liberty. In fact, there's also going to be a rally in Utah. And I think everywhere should have rallies to show that we don't want mandated vaccines from the federal government or the states for that matter. Uh, it should be a free choice, just like if you want to buy a milkshake or not. But the California recall, what I noticed was that it, it appears from the preliminary numbers of about 14 million people that it's about 73 percent of who turned out to vote Gavin Newsom in. So to me, there was a little bit of room for improvement for Republicans and independents. And I know people get dejected. Why should I vote? The vote's rigged. Well, you know what? Go vote anyway, because if it is rigged at all, we need to overcome that with, with the good ballots, right? So sometimes people get dejected, but but don't do that. Do do your duty. I agree. We were for the outcome. Yep. Kathleen, you yeah, had a, some thought, thoughts. Well, maybe we should demand an audit like the other states to see if they're using – Yes, in fact, machines that are legitimate and and all the things you know i don't have full confidence in our election integrity and so we need to keep working on this and that's one reason why we're having this conference in utah with all the speakers and we're, there are more freedom groups rising up it's that's what's really yes. encouraging uh, this vote is disappointing but there are so many groups we went to a speech last night by Dr. Simone Gold, American Frontline Doctors, and she's one of your speakers coming at this freedom yes. conference. So there are encouraging signs. And, and like uh, Kevin Kiley said, he was one of the gubernatorial candidates, and we've gotten to know him. He's been on our show. He said, well, whatever this outcome is, we're just getting started. This is just a battle. This is just a battle. And we're right. getting organized and Yes, it was a big margin. And by the way, when the final votes are counted and they have, can you believe this, 36 more days before they verify this election, they've still got, of the 14 million ballots cast, only about 9 million or 9.1 million have even been counted. So yes, Larry Elder did not win. Gavin Newsom won. Probably. It's not going to be overcome. It's it's a pretty big margin. But the point is, it's not as big a margin Probably is when even the votes are counted, and that doesn't count for any potential well, and we fraud. Have to talk about and we got a we got a long way to go. We got the other thing process. I mean, to to let it go for two whole months, the voting period is just wrong. You know, you, you need to have a an election yes. day where it all happens, and then, and then you can keep surveillance on it because yes, this long the, the Constitution uses that process. term election day. Yeah, oh, right. it does. You know, and. I think well, the good part of this is that Larry Elder was the clear front runner, right? And he got more support from blacks right. and Hispanics than previous Republican candidates. I'm not really into identity politics, but I'll look at statistics, right? Right, right. 
And and Cox, the guy that he gave it a good run before, but he is just not the front runner that Larry Elder is. So I think I think we have that intel drop right that he's well, we're only eight months. Candidate. I was reminded this morning on the way to the studio. We're only eight months away from the primary election, so we may see Larry Elder and and uh, Newsom face off again before we know it. I hope so, and and it's good that the spotlight is on because Larry Elder was not ignorant that he was probably going to have to request uh, a recount, and maybe at his expense. But he's got the lawyers in place, so it's good when people know they're being watched. You know, because yeah. then they, and it it can be a little different difficult to find out what happened with these elections, but at least because he's watching that, that gives me some hope. And coming to our weekendact.net, I'm just going to say the website weekendact. Yep, please do. We'll say it again in the second half. Yeah, we've got two speakers from Arizona coming that were part of the uh, Arizona audit, you know, which is not fully concluded yet. I mean, the results, they're right. still debating what to do. But we've got uh, Senator Wendy Rogers, who's also an Air Force veteran, and Senator Sonny Borelli, who are going to talk to us about the Arizona forensic audit. And that will be, I'm sure, eye-opening. We're going to spend the whole second half of the show talking about this conference because it's really exciting. But before the break, just review when and where is this conference? Okay. It's uh, next month, October 22nd and 23rd. That's a Friday, Saturday at the Salt Palace Convention Center in downtown Salt Lake City. There's plenty of hotels around. It, it's about an 11-minute drive from the Salt Lake Airport. If people want to come in that way or just coming off I-80, it goes right through Salt Lake. So we're easy to get to. And uh, where do they sign up? Where do, where do people sign up? You go to wecanact.net, and there you can also click on the speakers tab and look at all the speakers. It's got every speaker's name. There's over 40 and all of their um, topics. And then if you click on the picture, you'll get a link to more info. Great. Well, the speakers so, are just amazing, and we're going to review those right after the break. Be right back. There is more Biblical Citizen. Let's roll. Still to come on Praise. Welcome back to Biblical Citizen. Let's roll. Now, here are your hosts, Kathleen and Brian Milanakis on Praise. We are bought back with Bob McEntee, organizer of the big Western Liberty Conference, or We Can Act Conference, being held October 22nd, 23rd in Salt Lake City, Utah. So first of all, to just kind of step back and look at the big picture, Bob, what would you say is the overall purpose of this conference? And then also share, how big do you think this is going to be? Okay, well, the purpose, it's kind of embedded in the name. It's We Can, that stands for Western Conservative Action Network, but then ACT, as in action. And we've asked each of our 40-plus speakers to to give the audience an action point. What can they do? And it's not just going to be email your, your state senator, although, you know, that's never a bad idea. It's also going to be show up to rallies, uh, be informed, right? Go to some of these people's website, like like Dr. Dr. Simone Gold. She's one of my favorites. Uh, she's one of those rare individuals that's both a doctor and a lawyer. So she knows a lot of stuff, right? She knows both angles of this business, the legal angle, the medical angle, and she has great information. And if, if people want like a vaccine uh, exemption, that, that info is on her website, you know, the America's Frontline Doctors, she'll tell you about that. Um, I can go on about other speakers, but I but that's the purpose. And we expect it to be several thousand people. Wow. Uh, we are trying to make it the CPAC of the West. Wow. Right? We're, 
we're already closing in on a thousand tickets with still five weeks to go. And we're just, we're just starting to make the big press. We're doing advertising and thank you for letting us reach out to Californians because we want the whole Intermountain West and the West to, to come together. You know, CPAC of the West is our goal. Excellent. You know, we're planning to come. We are going to drive the, the 12 hours. It only is an easy drive. You just go from Southern California straight up the 15, folks. It's really it's, scenic. Yeah, too. it's scenic. It's beautiful. And it's a not, it's an easy drive. So we're going to do that. We've been to Salt Lake many, many times. That's kind of our second home, home away from home. And so one of the speakers is going to be General Michael Flynn. What is he going to talk about? Just kind of give us a preview on that. Yeah. And, you know, we give all our speakers a little bit of latitude because, you know, things come up and we want them to to be able to speak about whatever. But his his keynote topic is supposed to be uh, the state of our nation. And ah. I think he'll do a great job on that because he, he kind of got ground up by the machine a little bit, you know, he and, and he's a he general. Yeah. So, yeah, he'll give his side of the story, and I'm sure it's going to resonate with other speakers. And General Flynn, I'll just tell your audience, you know, that if you want a General Flynn to come speak to your group, his, his speaking fee is $50,000, right? It's kind Whoa. of a tall order for a lot of people. And, and we are paying him. But that's why I want to say, you know, our, our tickets aren't super cheap. You know, we're having a, a special through Constitution Day. That's uh, today and tomorrow, Constitution Day being the 17th. Um, we also have, I'll just put this out there on your for your, to use on their honor, but we're giving a discount for veterans because we want, especially veterans who, who took an oath, you know, to uphold the liberty and the constitution to, to try to be able to come, right? So the, the promo code on our website for veterans is U.S. Vet, just U.S. like United States and Vet like veteran. So uh, thrilled to have General Flynn come. Now, some people, he's controversial, right? And we don't have the name Republican in this conference because it's, it's for independents, it's for libertarians, it's for whoever's on the side of liberty right. and, and traditional America. And uh, we've got about five medical people. We've got several, uh, you know, state, state people. We've got several Christians. And I, and I don't just mean Mormons. I mean, these people are big-minded enough to have uh, inspirational Christian speakers, including one. Pastor Arthur Polowski. It's a Polish name, but he's a Canadian pastor. And he's the guy that defied the, the Canadian order to not hold oh, church in person. We've seen and that. And he got arrested. He, yeah. And he's yeah. going to be speaking well. That'll be really interesting. Boy, yeah. what a, what a, this is even, when, yeah. when I saw this conference being posted by our friend and then talked to you, I was excited about having you on, but now I'm even getting a lot more excited because this is big. Yes. Uh, we, we have a liberty-minded Utah State rep. We've got radio host, I don't know if you've heard of her, Kate Daly. Kate uh, has been a guest on other radio shows, too. She's she's hosted in the absence of Alex Jones on his show, whatever you might think of that. It's a national show, and she she will step in for Alex when he's out. She's also been on uh, the Christian Man show, um, Caravan to Midnight. That's uh, uh, John B. Wells' show. He does an excellent show from a Christian perspective about news and current events. He's got good speakers. So Kate Kate is really uh, – and she's, she's from California, too, as a matter of fact – and and she's a Mormon, but I'll tell you, she's very conservative and, and liberty-minded, so we're glad to have Kate. Uh, I'm, who's I'm a glad you're bringing them and together. I'm, listening, I'm looking forward to hearing Rashid Bashar, Dr. Lee Merritt, some really top-notch doctors that are on this COVID thing. That, uh, yeah, really, and Simone uh, Gold. And we have heard Simone Gold. Yeah, she's She fabulous. is yeah. phenomenal. We heard her last night she, in what person. A, what a, what a yeah. brave, what a brave person. So I want to cover by topic area. So you just mentioned okay. several 
uh, Kathleen, we just mentioned all about the COVID. So let me, as a side question, ask you, Mm -hmm. speaking of COVID, how do you think Utah overall has handled the COVID crisis or whatever you want to call it? And how would you maybe contrast that with California? Or did you do pretty much what California did? Well, no, we you did, had a different did, governor. So. Yeah, we, well, we had, we've been under two governors now for this whole situation. And we're, we're kind of shooting the middle. We, we are the youngest state, right? Uh, as, as in average age, we're, we're the youngest state in America. So obviously, we didn't have the worst outcomes like New York. Uh, we also have a, a preparedness-minded people. A lot of people here have the I'm not going to the hospital mindset. And I, actually, that that seems to have proven a good course of action yeah. because you don't want to get put on a ventilator, right? Th- that's what and Dr. Seems, Simone Gold said yesterday. Yeah. Yes. And it seems like a lot of vitamins, like vitamin C, vitamin D, zinc, uh, and other things, my favorite is oil and oregano, are helping people. They're helping them get through this at home. I mean, if someone thinks they're going to die, okay, maybe, maybe going to the hospital is a good bet. Yet Kate Daly has a story about her husband. They wanted to put him on the standard protocol. Okay, we're going to put him on a ventilator. And, we're, and she said, no, no, you're not. You're going to give him an eye. Because she, she checked with doctors like Dr. Simone Gold and others of these, these liberty-minded doctors. And they told her, you get an IV drip going of, of 10,000 units, I think it is, of vitamin C, get some vitamin D, get some uh, zinc, all intravenous. And her husband, they put him in the ICU. He was the fastest ICU exit they had was three days and hmm. he said it would have been two days if she didn't have to spend the first day just fighting with them <laughs> right people are having to people are having to try to get lawyers because the hospital absolutely yeah. will not break from the federally yeah. funded protocol and and they're getting right. some really bad outcomes it's really scary yeah but utah didn't lock down as as badly as california did no. and it didn't have the mass mandate is long and and it isn't as flip-floppy right i think we were one of the one of the worst if if not the worst i want to pivot to another kind of core topic you have at this conference which i would say is religious liberty and you have peggy hall who we know of the healthy american she's from orange county you have pastor greg Locke. you have cl bryant so i'll ask you kind of the same question as i did about the covid how is the religious liberty environment in Utah? I know in California we had all our churches locked up. For a year well, until we won in yeah. the Supreme Court. Right. That's right. Calvary Chapel took that case up. I remember Utah is is much better about religious liberty. They take it personally because Mormons realize they're only a small percentage of the of the United States population, right? So they they are always aware they don't want religious persecution because they'll they'll be right at the forefront of that right so therefore religious liberty and senator mike lee always represents uh, religious liberty in in the nation's capital uh so they're, they're liberty minded here and they 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 did go to some some people still go to church online here you know the lds church has people they're allowed to go online they want them to wear a mask but they they don't absolutely require it um and and i'm not necessarily against masks i'm against vaccine mandates but all those speakers, oh, pardon my, my co-workers getting excited. Um, I do want to tell you my favorite topic coming up, but I, I yes, religious liberty will be definitely featured, and I, I'm looking forward to the pastor from Canada the most on that front. Well, one of the topics, as you mentioned, that you want to highlight at the conference is hardening our electrical grid. Well, you're also talking about human trafficking, critical race theory, but tell us about this hardening our electrical grid, protecting our power grid. Now, that's not as well known, probably, or it's something we really do need to talk about. 
Yes, thank you, Kathleen. That is my my pet topic, right? And I'm the one that said, let's have Dr. Peter Pride come. And he said, let's, because he's the nation's expert on hardening the grid. And what that means is we're vulnerable to either like a, a big solar flare or, or if there's uh, any kind of nuclear explosion, even if it's 100 miles up and it wouldn't even mess up your hair, it can fry the, the power grid, right? Because what happens is all these power lines, they act like an antenna. They suck in this enormous electrical energy that any nuclear explosion, whether it's um, conventional nuclear weapon or, or, or a non-nuclear weapon, they, we have those now, they're smaller scale, but a nuclear weapon's energy is massive and it's line of sight. We discovered this by accident when we were testing uh, in the Pacific in the 1960s, we, we set off a nuclear weapon over the ocean, and it, it turned out part of the power grid. It turned the lights off in a portion of Hawaii, totally unexpected. And that's when we discovered, uh-oh. <laughs> and so the, the U.S. Air Force has hardened, uh, and the Navy, have hardened our nuclear triad, right? So the bombers, the tankers, the missiles, the submarines, they're all ready for the nuclear environment and the communications. But the civilian power grid is completely unprotected. And besides a pilot, navigator, and airline dispatcher, I'm, I'm also an Air Force-trained war planner. And let me tell you this. Every war planner in the world knows that our glaring weakness, our Achilles heels, United States power grid is completely unprotected from an EMP. And we need to protect it. China's, China's hardened their grid. Russia's hardened their grid. Both North Korea, South Korea, Israel, South Africa have hardened their grids. Taiwan's working on it. The UK's doing a little bit. But we are a big, fat, juicy, non-moving target. Anybody that hits our grid is going to win. It's so, a bad situation. So we're going to find out at the conference what we can do. To, wow, to, that's already gotten me yeah, a lot more. That. It's yeah. gotten me a lot more interested. Well, one thing we can do is have an, a generator on hand for our own protection, just as yes. individuals. But and, we need to do something collective too, right? Yes, and, and I'll give you a tip: if you do have a generator. You want to put it in manual mode because if it's in automatic mode, that means it's connected to the grid. And here's what happens when that, if that big EMP charge hits the wires, it gets backfed. It'll get backfed into your house. It'll it'll kill a lot of your appliances. Maybe not. Bob, I'm going to have to. Yeah, I'm going to have to. Unfortunately, this being a radio show, <laughs> yeah. we're going to have okay. to go to that conference. And so are you all. Yep. Give us that yep. website one more time where they can sign up. You bet. It's we can act. Dot net. We like us can like uh, kick the can and act like action. We can act dot net. And we're so looking forward to going once again. It's just a quick drive, not quick, but it's a drive, a straight drive up or you to can, fifteen, or you can fly to Salt Lake City. Thanks yep. so much, Bob, for being on our show. Till next week. Thanks for joining us for Biblical Citizen. Let's roll. Join us next week at this same time as Kathleen Melanakis, author and retired registered nurse, and her husband, Brian Melanakis, former company president, explore the deeper issues and spiritual forces behind the news and how we as believers can be salt and light in our culture and in the political arena. Biblical Citizen Let's Roll seeks to educate and activate Christians at the grassroots level, helping them to live out their responsibility to influence civic affairs for good. Next week, we will cover more major news happening from the view of the Biblical Citizen. To learn more about the show, how to become a guest or sponsor, send an email to biblicalcitizen at gmail.com. That's biblicalcitizen at gmail.com. This has been Biblical Citizen Let's Roll on K-Praise. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.